Hey, it's Karen here. And before we begin, I want to take a moment to tell you about something special. For the past seven seasons at my company, Pretty Wellness, we share some of our favorite thoughtful, creative, and of course, healthy holiday gifts. If you're looking for ways to make your friends or loved ones smile, please check out our healthy holiday gift guide on prettywellness.com. Now let's begin. I want to welcome you to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast. I'm Karen Sullivan, the founder of Pretty Wellness, a two-time breast cancer survivor thriving with stage four disease and author of the book, which is a cancer guide and journal for patients and caregivers. And it shares the same name as this podcast, Happiness Through Hardship. I'm also a girl who wishes on pennies. I try to see the good in everything, even when life is not so great. But sometimes it takes a little more. And this podcast will provide you with what worked well for me. Success stories of people that have been through hard times and simple suggestions that brought hope, resources, and connections. Now, if you like these episodes, please do me a favor and rate, review, and subscribe. Your efforts truly will help this podcast get noticed and help us inspire more people. And now for this episode, I am honored to reintroduce you to styling expert and entrepreneur, Laura McCarthy, who was on the podcast a year ago. As many folks are headed back into the office or even attending more parties and gatherings, wearing sweatpants is likely out of the question. So what do we do when we look into the closet and wonder what to wear? Laura is full of advice and even a challenge. So please grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's get started. I am so thrilled to reintroduce you to a previous podcast guest. She's an entrepreneur and style coach, Laura McCarthy. Almost three decades as a high-powered executive, she started her own company, My Styled Life, to help professional women improve their confidence and find their power. Her company offers personal styling and branding services for busy women in order to help them save time, look and feel great, and truly be their best selves. I am proud to say that Laura is the real deal. She's one of my very first business mentors, and I can share that even way back then, she was incredibly motivational and always looked fashion forward and put together. Now, it seems appropriate for her to make her passion her livelihood as she has had a talent for helping people find their comfort and style, no matter their shape, size, and preference. Now, I know this because I've not only seen the work she's done for decades with her friends, I've noticed the huge amount of content she's created for the company, as well as seen the clients she's helped since she's launched My Styled Life. And I can also say I am honored to have been one of these, her clients, With simple tweaks and a very small budget, I was able to make some changes that has left me feeling lighter, excited, and oftentimes, believe it or not, I'm saying this more beautiful. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. Thank you, thank you so much for not only being one of my greatest business mentors, but for teaching me how to style myself. And I mean that. I truly mean that. Uh, Well, it was my honor. And isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how it doesn't take a lot of money. It's one of the biggest misconceptions with personal styling, right? You went through it, you understand. It's like, 
it's little things and it's even things you already have and just using them differently, right? So that's awesome that you pointed that out. I love it. Well, love it, and, love it. And that got me so excited too. And I don't want to jump into different areas yet, but because no. there's so many things to me, I never had a closet that I loved. And it may have sound so silly, like who needs a closet that they love, right? But it was, a, it was really small when I was in New York. It was oddly shaped maybe in different places. And maybe I was just tired and lazy and I just threw things in there so I could never find things. But when I started doing things a little differently it's amazing how life became easier, especially when it came to whether I call it fashion or, you know, getting myself dressed for the day. But I, I want you to jump in and I really would like you to start and explain to us why is style even important? Well, you know what? You hit a point there in what you were just talking about, about why do you need a closet that makes you happy? you need a closet that makes you happy. It doesn't mean that you have to have it loaded with every trend and every super expensive thing. But, you know, when you, like clothes can make you feel really good. And when you feel really good on the inside, it shows on the outside. And I think that's really, really important because style does not necessarily mean fashion, right? You can have all the trends and everything and still just not look good. And all the labels, have you, you've seen people like that kind of dripping in labels head to toe, but there's, they just, it doesn't look cohesive. It doesn't look like an outfit, right? And so it's really about using style to tell a story about who you are. So I've been talking a lot to ladies lately who haven't updated their closets for a long time. And then, but they're like, I feel bad. I shouldn't, don't think I should go shopping. I don't know what I want. And I, I shouldn't be spending money when I don't know really what's happening. And, you know, it's like style is just, it's not self investing in your style is not self-indulgent. It is an investment in yourself. And so like, in fact, yesterday I was working with a client who literally had not gone shopping for, I'm talking a couple of years before the pandemic. And she was getting sticker shock at $125 pants. And I really had to work with her psychologically to understand that you, you deserve these. You deserve these. This is not self-indulgent, right? And once she got into things and realized that outfits were, we were putting together outfits, she felt amazing. And she could, I could see her face light up and she was smiling. And so that's why, that's why style is really important. Well, and I also think from things that you've told me that if somebody can't afford the $125 jeans, then that's just not the area they go. There are other places mm -hmm. that they can buy things for cheaper or they can decide maybe that's the indulgence, that that is the one piece like, you know, we'll talk about this, I'm sure later, all your favorites and some of my favorites, but those Spanx jeans that <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if I, if I should get them. They are so comfortable. They I fit know. me so well. And they were a little bit pricier than I thought I wanted to spend, but it's a staple in my wardrobe and I can wear a ton of matching things around it that are a lot cheaper, you know, if I'm on a budget. Right. You just hit a really good point. So invest in those staples, invest in the basics, get really good pieces, and then you can build things around it. You can go to Marshall's and get a little tank top. You can, you know, go online and find a little inexpensive boutique and order a hat. Um, so, but really just invest in those basics. And I, I was talking to these ladies yesterday, and one of them is an apple, which carries weight 
kind of around the midsection. So we worked really hard on things that would help kind of pull that in just a little bit in a comfortable way. So yeah, Spanx are magic. Commando is another brand that has amazing things. What's so, Commando? I've never heard of that. Commando. It's very similar. It's shapewear that they ventured into clothing. It's amazing. So either one of those brands are awesome for really comfortable, supportive, and just kind of, it just, it, you know, it just smooths out the rough parts, right? Right. <laughs> right. And it makes you, you know, we, you and I talked about this the other day, and I think this is a theme that, you know, I don't know if people are hearing is that a lot of times people are not going to buy a new clothing item because they feel like their body isn't where they want it to be. Right. That's and I think well, with the pandemic over the last few years, people maybe started out on an exercise high, but then all the sedentary life being indoors has led to I don't know, you know, not having the body that perhaps we wanted to have. And so do you think that this is a time that we should be finding a few items that fit? More than ever, more than ever. I hear you. And I talk to women about this all the time. Uh, I will invest in my wardrobe when I reach my goal weight. I'll start buying some clothes when I reach my goal weight. And it really, I can see their faces when they talk to me about it. And it breaks my heart because I'm like, you know, we went, we've all gone through a crazy couple of years, you know, not only just many of us have gained weight, present company included, um, you know, we feel frumpy, we're just at home, we're not, you know, we're just lost our groove, right? And, and it just, I, I hate that we are, we are so hard on ourselves, we beat ourselves up more than anybody else can. So here's what I say about if you're losing weight, um, great keep doing it. But a few things that I talk to women about. Number one, I say, don't leave things hanging in your closet that don't fit right now. And because people say, oh, I see it and it'll be motivating. It's, it's, it's not, it's not motivating. And I'm not saying to get rid of them and throw them out. Um, just get them out of the way. So you're not staring at it every day. Right. So like for me, I took things, I put it in a little bin and I put a label on it. Um, and said too small for now. And I put it away in a closet somewhere, right? And then I always say, get a few things that fit you right now. Well, just buy a few really great pieces. Um, you, I, I want you to feel good while you're going through this process of losing weight. There are also some really other great options. Number one, you can use clothing rental companies. So rent the runway has not just runway dresses, kind of really dressy dresses anymore. You can rent things. Um, you can also buy some certain styles that will fit even if you go down a size or two, like we were just talking, some of the shapewear will do that. Some really great quality denim that's super stretchy that comes back. Like it won't be too big if you lose a size or two, right? So there's many, many things you can do right now to make yourself feel better while you're losing the weight. And I think that that's important because no matter where yeah. you're at in life, I mean, hopefully we love our bodies, but it is oftentimes a journey to get there. I will raise my hand at that one as mm -hmm. well. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it's not a weight loss thing. Sometimes it's about surgeries or mm -hmm. just not feeling great in your own skin. And, and I think it's important. There are a, a lot of things going on the upcoming holidays with sometimes 
can bring stress and added weight, or it's going back into the office that people are nervous about come the first of the year. And so I think these suggestions that you have for us, you know, are, are very valid. So I want to hear, can you tell us what tips can you give people if they just don't even know where to begin? Yeah. And most people are in that boat. Most ladies I talk to are, they haven't, they've just bought joggers or something for a year and a half, right? And comfy sweaters and maybe a few Zoom blouses. Um, I'm, You know what? It might surprise you that the first thing I tell people to do doesn't have anything to do with buying clothes. Um, so what <laughs> I know. So the first thing I tell you to do is do a closet edit. So this is basically, you hear it also called a closet cleanse. Um, so what you do is you do really that process of going through everything you own and think about even pre-pandemic for a year or two. If you hadn't worn something for a year or two before the pandemic, get rid of it. Remove those things that don't fit right now. Um, remove things that are damaged and um, you know maybe ill-fitting, not, not to do with your weight, but just have never really looked quite right. Just get all that stuff out of there because then, then you can see the gaps of what things you need. And then you can be a lot more focused when you go to buy things. So start by editing out your closet. It, it's, it's a must place to start. I will so. also say we did that when we were working together. And because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say I'm so not knowledgeable, but I will say that for years I've been wearing clothes that don't really accentuate me correctly. And mm-hmm. I didn't really realize it, but now in reflection, knowing that for me, I'm petite and I have kind of a curvy body, like I have a chest, but I'm small. To wear a V-neck t-shirt was, uh, when you told me that small tweak, I looked in my closet. I'm like, wow, I don't have many of these. But when I did, those were outfits that look good on me. And so then I went to look at, all right, so I have these t-shirts. I like these t-shirts, but they kind of go up too high for me. I'm going to take that out too, because I want to focus on the items that really I feel good in, not just that I like, you know, maybe I didn't get rid of them right away. I I kind of put them off to the side. Right. Well, absolutely. So you really hit on understanding your body type, your body shape, you know, so there's, there's five different body shapes. Um, And then there's also petite, tall, and then either short-waisted and long-waisted. And when I worked with you, we had, we had three things that we had to keep in mind, right? So sometimes it's really understanding that and knowing what looks right on your body. I mean, and that's the gal I was working with yesterday. We were shopping at Mall of America. I mean, um, she was trying on styles of jeans she'd never tried on before. And she would walk out of the closet and her sisters were there with her too, which is really cute. Um, And we'd just be like, oh my gosh, right? It makes all the world of difference. So um, I'm going to leave some tips for all your listeners. So um, I'll include that with the closet edit and kind of how to understand your body type. All right. That's awesome. So, all right. So your first overall tip, if people don't know where to begin is closet edit. Yes. So what would you say next? So then what I, when I talked about the gaps, basically what I'm talking about is building a capsule wardrobe. So start with the basic pieces that will be your go-tos and the foundations of all your outfits. Right. Um, So I'll have a checklist for your listeners too. So 
um, really focus on that capsule wardrobe. It's it's really powerful. I mean, you you can take 12 pieces that are a, a capsule and all these things work together. And can you guess how many outfits you can get out of those 12 pieces? Oh my goodness, you're gonna make me do math here. 12 <laughs> items, uh, I don't know, 24? 72. 72? 72 outfits you can get out of really 12 good capsule pieces. And I'm not saying that's all you have. There's a misunderstanding with capsule wardrobes because there's this minimalistic movement, which I like too. Um, but the capsule is just the foundation, not the only things you have, right? So um, it, yeah, it's really where you have to start. You have to have all those basics to be able then to build really creative outfits that express your personality and who you are, right? Well, and, and I'm pretty proud. I think that you helped me put together some basics that fit well on me. And do you remember that black, was it, is it a pencil skirt or an A-list skirt that okay. we got? It was from J. Crew, And we put a few items around it for summertime, but I was doing some pictures for the podcast and I threw on the pink jacket I'm wearing today with yeah. like a cami underneath it with the yeah. black skirt. And I was so proud of myself, Laura, because that was not something that you picked out for me. I did it on my own and I think it looked Yay. awesome and I got good feedback on it too. So as you learn, as you figure out the foundation, I believe it becomes so much easier. Like when we talked about loving your closet, I want to clarify, it doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, my closet is so incredibly small, but I've made it a place where it's not so cluttered. So I walk in there and I feel good energy. I can right. see what I want, whether it's jewelry, whether it's, it's pajamas, whether it's clothing, it just doesn't bring me stress. It's not like I'm at an amusement park or a parade and it's like, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I'm sure there are closets like that, not mine, but it just brings yeah. me good energy. And so coming full circle with knowing my, my basics or my capsule has helped me figure out like, oh, I'm going on TV today. This is what I'm going to grab. But guess what? Afterwards, I'm going to go pick up Kyle and we may do this, you know, Kyle, my son, of course, and he's 12. So that would be comfy enough. I'm going to bring a sweatshirt to put over it. And it's still a similar right. outfit. Right. And throw on some sneakers. Yeah. Take the heels off from the presentation, throw on some sneakers and a denim jacket or a sweatshirt, like you said, and you have a whole new outfit and you're ready to go. Well, you were really talking about something I think is super important when it comes to closets, because you were talking about walking in and it didn't feel cluttered. And it was a place you were happy, you have energy when you walk in there, right? And that's true. It's like you want to surround yourself um, in, in a way that you're going to be inspired. And it doesn't have to be like, I have an, an entire room here. I call it my clothes. Um, it doesn't have to be like that. But what I, what I tell women is get it organized, make it a fun place. Um, I talk about merchandising your clothing and your wardrobe and your accessories, because, you know, so many closets I go into, the scarves are shoved in you know, a bin and it's on the top shelf of there, you know, their belts are kind of behind this over here, you know? And so if you really want to be inspired to put together great outfits, everything kind of needs to be out and open and inspiring. Like my hats are out, I can see, but it's organized, but I can see everything. So I'm inspired to put together a good outfit, right? Oh, wow, that is a great idea. So when you're saying merchandising your closet, it's a, like thinking of it like a store, like you'd go exactly. in and you'd see everything out there. So you, mm -hmm. at quick glance, that's great. 
yeah, yeah, it's, it's huge. It makes all the difference. And, you know, not we most of us don't have like a huge actual closet space. Few of us are lucky to. Um, but don't just reserve it to maybe there's some things you can move out of your closet. Like I hang my scarves on the wall so I can kind of see them. And it's pretty, it looks pretty. And then I can see all my scarves. And so they're not shoved into a box, right? So there's ways to do it where you can kind of spill out into your environment on your dressing table, have your jewelry out, you know, displayed on things. So you can just play with things and have fun putting together outfits, right? That was something that I, it wasn't important to me for a while. It's always been about comfort. And I think you worked with me on that to be able to find comfort while also put together. Right. It's the number one phrase that women want. There's two things. There's two words that women constantly use with me. I want to feel put together and I want it to look effortless. So, so those are the two things that women really, really want. Um, and so to get there, you really have to educate yourself. You have to spend time educating yourself and learning. So it, you have to learn how to look effortless. It's kind of funny. And a lot of work goes into look, looking effortless. <laughs> but on the Bye. same note, because you know, and you know my, my best friend, Michelle Vig from Neat Little Nest, she mm-hmm. laughs at me all the time because she's like, Karen, you can't look put together and just roll out of bed. I'm like, I know, but I just don't want to spend that much time. And sometimes like, and I should not even sometimes more often than not, she'll send me a text and be like, Hey, I'm going to go do my hair right now. And then she's like, I'm going to text you when I'm done. And six minutes Uh, later, she's like, see, it doesn't take that much time. Go into your closet, find something. And so I think that, that on that note, while it does take time I think there are ways that we can do things that don't have to take hours worth of time to get ready. Absolutely. And one of the most important things during the process of styling is figuring out what are your go-to pieces, right? What are the things that if you're having a moment standing in your closet, kind of staring there and don't know what to put on, um, what is your go-to, what are some of your go-to pieces that are fail safe? You know, you're not, they're going to look good no matter what, you know, you're going to feel put together. So think about those now and know that they're there. And, you know, we all have lazy days, me included. So my lazy day, there's outfits. Sometimes I have two types of things that happen. Um, one is I put on a jumpsuit. A jumpsuit is a one and done throw a jacket over it, put some great shoes on and you're good to go, right? So it's an easy, easy outfit. And the other one for me is if I'm struggling, like one day I'm just not feeling inspired, I throw on dusters, like just open long dusters. I've got them all types. I've got ones that are sweaters. I've got knit ones. I've got sequin ones. So like find those things that if you're just, if it's not coming together, you know, you can go to them, right? That's so simple. Yeah. And yet, again, I keep using the word brilliant because, again, I I need to be educated. And so there's probably a lot of people out there, maybe they know a lot more than me or maybe they know less than me, but to have this little bit of education from you or, you know, from your social media or wherever it might be, if it's not you on a daily basis, that is really wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have, um, I actually have, 
this exercise I do with people and your listeners could do this too. And it's really easy. It's kind of called my dress happy um, challenge. And basically what I ask women to do is get dressed every day for a week. Take a, take a mirror selfie of yourself before you leave and then pay attention during the day. How do you feel in the outfit? Um, what do others, how do others respond to you in your outfit and all that kind of, in fact, like I have a gal that I used to work with and I was chatting with her one day and she said, I could always tell when you felt good in your outfit, you know, it showed in how you presented yourself and basically how you showed up. I could see it in your body language, she said, so crazy. So just pay attention to those things and then come home each night and just write about it. Just take five minutes and write those things down. And I, I promise after a week, um, you're gonna see some patterns, you're gonna see some things emerging that you are always comfortable and you always feel great in. So don't feel bad if you don't know those things right now. Just take a little time, take a week and do it. It's, it's kind of fun too. It's fun to take mirror selfies, right? <laughs> As you're saying this, Laura, I'm, yeah. and we'll talk about this offline. I think that we, when this episode drops, I think we do a dress happy challenge together. Yeah. And yeah, so you, the fun. listeners are getting this first is consider doing that yeah. because I really believe in whatever it is, whatever new habit we're trying out in life, whether it's eating clean, adding more fitness to your life is also to have that moment as you're saying of reflection at the, in the first thing in the morning or at the end of the day, because so often in life, we're just kind of rushing through and we're not taking the time to really better understand how we feel and how whatever that habit might be fits in in our life. So stay tuned on all that. I really, really love that. That would be so much fun. I would do it in a heartbeat and I would do it along with you guys. So, well, and that's even better. Okay. You talked about a capsule wardrobe and having staples that really work for you. Can you tell us what those staples are? So if we need to begin, we know a few of those pieces that we should look for. Right. Yeah. And there are things that go across the board, but also a capsule wardrobe for one person is not going to look exactly the same, but there are some foundational elements like great tees, t-shirts, really good quality ones, not target, you know, fall apart. Right. So really good quality tees, um, a white button up, um, classic cotton. Some of them now have a little more stretch cashmere sweaters, um, a good pair of white sneakers, right? A nice black blazer right now too with the stretch. There's a lot of things out there that are super comfortable. So it's not like you're buying like the real old structured ones. So, you know, so there's all of these really foundational pieces. Um, and then how you finish out your capsule wardrobe is gonna be highly dependent on your style personality. It could be a great pair of combat boots it could be a great midi skirt. Um, so there's lots of, it just depends on you. So um, how you put the rest of that together is, you know, really dependent on what your style personality is. All right. I want to pick your brain about budgets. If somebody has a small budget, this is going to be a two-part question. If somebody has a small budget, what are your top recommendations for them? And then on the flip side, if somebody has a big birthday or has the opportunity to get a gift or invest in something, 
what would you recommend on that side? Well, here's the thing. When, when you have a small budget, I think it's still, it's still applicable to push yourself and, you know, buy less, but still get good quality. So that's what I try to help people do. So, and people's perceptions of what's inexpensive and expensive are very different. For one person, $125 pair of pants is a lot of money for someone else that is inexpensive. So there are great options on every spectrum. And so I'm going to put together a board for your listeners. And I think I'm going to do, I'm going to do three levels of expense, right? So I'm going to do budget kind of moderate and expensive. And, you know, you do what you can do with the budget you have. Um, so buy less, but buy really good things. That's my, that's my recommendation for people on a budget. If you're really going to splurge, um, like I am going to splurge, I've never done this. Um, I'm going to buy a Gucci belt and there's a belt that I have in mind and it is quite expensive, but I'm going to have it for the rest of my life, but it is still a splurge for me. It's a $500 belt, right? So, right. So there are items. Um, and frankly, some, some of them are, um, the accessories around your clothing too, like a really good bag. Do you, have you always wanted a Louis bag? So that's one thing maybe you splurge on, get really good cashmere that, you know, these things will be in your closet forever. So those kinds of items I think are really fun to splurge on. And if you're into hats, spend some money on a hat, right? <laughs> now I want to know on that note, I want to know this podcast is happiness through hardship. And you, uh, we spoke from an earlier episode when you shared about your life as being a single mom. Mm -hmm. And I'll put the link for the podcast episode because that was a good oh, one as yeah. well. Yes. We all in life go through ups and downs of various measures. And I have a guess what you're going to say, what makes you happy, but through, through those ups and downs in your life, can you talk to us or even just now, what makes you happy? Well, first and foremost, friends and family make me happy. I mean, there's nothing more important in life than, than relationships, you know, and there are a lot of things that make me, I try to focus on right now and um, what I'm enjoying. I, I wake up every morning and I think about my cup of coffee. That makes me really happy. Right? <laughs> and travel makes me happy. We, we, and so there's so many things to do, but coming back to style, um, I always think anything sparkly makes me happy. So I love sequins and I just, I love putting them on. I'll wear it, you know, just to go to dinner with friends. Right. So again, kind of back to your are dressing happy, um, sequins and sparkly things make me really happy. And yes, hats make me happy. So hats are really fun because um, you they're, you automatically stand out in a good way. Um, I can't, we were just on a vacation recently and I had this hat on and my boyfriend was like all day, he was like, this is crazy. You've had five people stop you and tell you how awesome your hat is, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. Just find those things that make you happy and wear them. And it's funny you say that because remember I told you, I feel like hats for me, I, I feel like I can't pull it off. I feel like I'm in a costume. Whereas mm -hmm. there's a, a, 
a woman that I know from like my child, one of my child's sports teams, and she does wear hats and not baseball hats like you. And she shows up, it looks effortless and it looks great. And I'm like, she can do it. You know, maybe I can do it, but you know, to each their own. Some people love hats. I also think maybe because of my glasses or the fact that I love sunglasses, I, it's heavy on me. So maybe that's why well, for you, you're petite. So yeah, if you have gla- sunglasses on, I mean, you're going to want to be careful of the scale, you know, of the hat. So yeah. And, and certain, I, I actually, I have some information on hats and what works for each, you know, face shape. So Ooh, I can include that. Yeah. Yeah. I can include that. that would um, be great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, you have to be really careful of that. I'm curious because it excites me to see you smile so much and get lit up over fashion. And I know a lot of people feel that way and aspire to tap into the trends. So can you talk to us about what we're going to see in 2022 and moving forward? Well, right now, and this is going to be especially the case in 2022, it's funny, there's, um, there's two completely different paths of things happening with fashion and style. And the first is that the workplace, the actual office workspace is getting much more casual, no matter what the industry is. And basically um, it's a new, it's, it's a new dress code called smart casual. So it's basically taking some, you know, traditional types of office pieces and combining them with some elevated casual things. You're not, you're not throwing on your workout sneakers, but you're putting those two things together. There's also a lot of different things that you'll see retailers are doing with their actual pieces. Like they're making things more stretchy. They're creating actual trousers, but the back of them has some elastic. They're doing all of these things that are making things more comfortable. And so you're going to see more knits for going to work, some more flowy types of skirts, um, dressier sneakers, more flat shoes. So that's all that's all happening. And I've got some great information on what smart casual is and how you can do it. So so that's what's so funny. That is going kind of much more casual. But then there's this opposite thing happening too with statement pieces like bold, bold jewelry. And I mean you'll see tons of sequins in the in the stores. And colors are really bright and saturated. I mean, just really bold things, statement necklaces, interesting cuts and finishes on things. So it's this tale of two, two completely different spectrums. It's really interesting. Well, and it sounds like fun too, because to your, to your point earlier with when you're starting to make these changes, or if you want to in your wardrobe and you're going to a, a, the staples, adding these elegant statement pieces, Right. can be a part of it. And oftentimes I think, I mean, like you said, a belt can be $500. It could probably be $5 too. It varies, but it sounds that your like your world is very, very exciting. So thank you. You've shared so much information here and I encourage everybody who's listening to go to the show notes because we're going to have some links where Laura, when she works with clients and we are now her pretty wellness happiness through hardship the podcast client that gives us some recommendations on some of the items that she's talked about or places to go to get more information so laura i am forever grateful for you i am forever grateful for that day that i walked into the sesame street live 
interview. And for those that didn't catch the earlier episode, that is how we met because she interviewed me for my first potential internship. Yeah. And that's a long, beautiful story. And then our paths continued to cross for a number of years in Minneapolis. And then we went our separate ways, but came back together in this entrepreneurial space. So Laura, as you know, I like to close out this episode playing the grateful game. And I close out most nights with my family talking about gratitude. Would you be willing to play with me? Of course. Okay. Of course. So for all you, the listeners that might be new to me, I play what's called the grateful game with my son most nights before bed. Now, if you have older children or really younger children or no children at all, just find somebody that you want to share this thoughtful conversation with talk about what you're grateful for and why. If you want to make it a competition like we do, you can do it for a certain amount of time. Laura will say, we'll give ourselves 30 seconds each. I'm challenging us both as storytellers. Or if you want to just say, tell me the top three things you're grateful for today and why. And the reason I do this with my family is because I do believe and studies have shown that when we focus on a mindful practice in each day, and specifically a gratitude one, we become more happy. We actually look throughout the day for these things that put a smile on our face to then report back to our loved ones. And so it is near and dear to my heart. So Laura, I will kick it off with 30 seconds. What am I grateful for and why? Now, obviously, I'm not counting my family, my friends, my house over my head, my husband, my son. I will start with this jacket that I'm wearing. When Laura and I were working together, she helped me pick out, I told my best friend I was not a jacket person, but she helped me find jackets that fit me right. And for what I do in media or motivational speaking, I need things that speak to me that are comfortable. And so this one, she sort of helped me pick out, but I found one on my own and I'm grateful for it because right now I'm putting it on over a t-shirt, but I also wear it with a camisole and you'll see it in some of my publicity photos. So I think that only got me to one at 30 seconds, but it put a smile on my face. So I am tossing it to you. Okay. Well, I have a couple that I'm thinking about. And first and foremost, um, as I'm building this business, it's my clients and I get just as much, if not more out of working with these women than, than they do. I'm, I'm certain of it. Like yesterday working with this brand new client who had not done anything for herself for years and years and watching her just light up and feel great and, and just feel positive and powerful and just like, she can just tackle the world. Right. So, um, that makes me so endlessly happy. I never get tired of seeing that look when they come out of the dressing room, you know, it's just awesome. And I'll put some pictures. I, I am so happy with my clothes. I've been working on this for like six months. I love this place. It um, feeds my soul. It makes me inspired every day to share really awesome styling content with everybody and just be as stylish as I can myself. All right, you win. You got two. I got one. But the truth is, and I say this all the time, I got it from my mom. Karen, it's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. And that you play the game. And yes, I know my son told me last night that, okay, mom, yeah, you need to win. Yeah, but not at the grateful game. You don't need to win, Kyle. So I encourage you listeners out there, please consider doing something for yourself. One mindful act. Try making it 
something that you could do each day. But if not, just try. Just try something new because my goal here is to inspire you to have a little hope during whatever journey you're going through in life. Know that you can find joy along the way. So thank you, Laura, for being here today. Thank you to the listeners for being here as well. And I'm wishing you lots, 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 lots of happiness and great health. So bye for now, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I would love to keep the conversation going. Whether you join us for the Dress Happy Challenge or just connect with me on Pretty Wellness on Instagram, I would be honored. It's at Pretty Wellness on all our social media, but especially Instagram. Thanks again for joining us today. I am sending you lots of happiness and great health. Bye for now.